There we go. Okay, second time around is always good, right? Hey, yeah. Everybody? Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> True, it has been. There we go. Hey, guys, this is Sean from Phoenix Ash, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. All good villains pride themselves on rightly doing wrong. But one thing every bad guy needs is an awesome villain song. We villains don't possess the greatest record. <laughs> the heroes always chance a victory. But I can clearly tell why these two-bit villains fail. It's for the simple fact that they're not me. Got an endless stock of sweet explosives. An arsenal both caustic and corrosive. Got an airship chock full of ballistics. And they'll crush anyone remotely altruistic. This time the bad guy's gonna win. With my own brand of discipline. <laughs> Some disagree with my rise to tyranny force. This time the bad guy's gonna win. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Heroes, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with... Logan here. And today, we are looking at Nefarious, where the bad guys are going to win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is one that Logan found online, so uh -huh. we're going to be looking at this. He liked it so much. There's a lot of different things we're going to be talking about this, but they actually did a comic for this as well, uh, but he found comic, this. So yeah, I found it as it. a Let's Play on the YouTube by Arkaduo, but it's on Steam for 10 bucks. but it's a video game where they have Crow, who is a villain of a long lineage of bad guys. As the main character. Goes about actually managing to kidnap the princesses and win. At least partially because the first hero, his normal hero, skipped out on actually fighting him that first time because he was breaking up with the princess. That was kind of awkward. Yeah, so all those princesses, if you're dating your heroes, that might not be a good thing. So... <laughs> If you end a breakup, they won't rescue you after that. <laughs> so, but no, this is one, like I said, Logan found this. The game is on Steam. He mentioned that. Yeah. Towards the end of this episode, we'll kind of mention where you can find all that stuff. But the song coming in was The Bad Guy's Gonna Win. That was and that was done with by the creator, Josh Hanna, from his YouTube channel. So you can look Josh that up. Hanno. Yep. Josh Hanna. Josh Hanna. Sorry. Thank you, Logan. And this is one where, again, he found the game, started watching some of the gameplay on YouTube. I just realized you were discovered right. there was a graphic novel with issues and a webcomic yeah and he went and read some of those not all of them are available on the website and we'll give the website later in the podcast as well as well but they the are available if you buy the comics if you buy the graphic novel they are collected they it's six it's, issues Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, just want to keep it digital, if you want to become a Patreon, you can get all the issues there, even the ones past issue six. Yeah. And I would assume probably eventually when they get some more issues done, they will probably collect those into a graphic novel too, depending on how well this first venture went. Yeah. I hope so, at least. But what's the blurb on the back there, Logan? Yeah. I only realized in the middle right. when you were talking about that, that's what you were wanting me to actually. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Crow is a villain for hire who lends his services to the highest bidder. His specialty? Winning for a change. His first assignment is to kidnap the princess of a struggling island nation. But he is disappointed when no hero shows up to stop him. With his reputation as a beggar on the line, he calls in proper opposition to save the damsel in distress from himself. 
So, yep. so you can kind of get the tone of the comic just by that. What Logan kind of yeah. talked about as well about the princess and the hero being kind of on the outs is why he never came. So you can see he had to call in some other heroes to help. Uh, no, this one, the princess literally didn't have a hero in the first place. Well, that's true. We're talking I was about talking about the, the beginning the of the game. This was talking about the beginning oh, okay. of the comic. Yeah. My bad. My bad. It's fine. But the beginning of this one is basically the, an assault on Jutopia. Mm-hmm. And it's basically populated by rabbits. Yeah. Other people. <laughs> so when you look at what it's named, what do you think of rabbits when you usually think of rabbits? Oh, they're so cute. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. And the princess of this land is uh, God. Foxglove. But, Foxglove. Uh, thank you, Logan. And she comes back into play later on. But mm-hmm. yeah, the very first issue is mainly about crow and him getting somebody there to be yep. able to fight and win again. The bad guys actually win. Yep. And he actually does call Mac back from when he died the third time. Some, Because <laughs> yeah. apparently heroes do just occasionally come back from the dead. So it kind of takes yeah. that old comic book trope of they, sometimes the villains don't die. They can always come back. And also your heroes, they come back from the dead too. Yep. So I you, killed them three times this month. <laughs> I'll just throw it in this guy. I'll show you. Get them to pop back up. Okay. So it's a little bit of a parody on the superhero genre, comic uh-huh. book style. So Josh Heno is the creator of it. It's a fun read. It's the artwork style. What would you say? More of a cartoon? Uh, yeah, kind of like a, I'm trying to think of a cartoon version of what that would be. Maybe a Dexter's Laboratory or. It's, a it's been a while smoother. since I. Re- it's been a while since I watched Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. It's not as rough around the edges of Dexter's, but it kind of has the same tone. That kind of. Be. Kind of sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of these, you know, mm-hmm. the hero goes through its story and it talks about him and his brother at one point. One of the issues were, or is that Crow? And they, that's Crow and him apparently started out kind of like up, an yeah. academy. No, nah, it was, who was that? Because one went bad. It was in one, Becky's backstory. Okay. But they Crow showed up was to, in the process of being a hero at first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there you go. So, so he made the transition from bad guy to villain, but he tried to be a hero. Yep. But and his... even when he was trying out being a hero, it's, I'll take mine black, <laughs> like my soul, with a splash of suffering. And two sugars, please. <laughs> yeah. So you see the tendencies already there, uh-huh. fading to the dark side. And he takes Becky with him, basically, because yeah. she's uh, basically in the managerial pool, or not some managerial, secretary but secretary thing? pool with all the different people. And she's kind of tired yeah. of her job. She or, used to work for a mad scientist. Now she works for a different mad scientist. <laughs> oh, true. That treats her much better, I'm pretty sure, but still. And they kind of team up and become teammates in their own little jewel. But uh-huh. these six issues, the main thread that keeps them together is Crow. Yeah, Crow uh, and the uh, Foxglove is the... Right, Foxglove kind of keeps them tied together. But there's also another, which is Cherry May Mayapple. Yeah. Who is a princess of humanity. Mm-hmm. And of course, I love the city that they're in is Macro City. Yep. So, hey, that works. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of teetering on the edge of villainy, too, as well yeah. as even Foxglove, because... Yeah, Foxglove Fox kind of sold pretty her much goes people straight, out. <laughs> yeah, Foxglove pretty much goes straight up in the end, though more for yeah, yeah, she kind of to get money for her kingdom, she was selling off all these things. Yeah, but she wasn't trans putting the money back to to the people. She was basically keeping all herself, or they were um, bleeding her dry. I think they were. She basically got taken over that first thing. They like were in a, a rough shape over? in the first place, but. <laughs> 
She did get kidnapped and then delivered to her villain. True. And then basically become one of his minions. Okay. And then took over from him rather forcefully. And then, of course, and we're kind of going slap shot throughout the different issues. Yeah. We're not following them in order. We're just having fun with this, everyone. Uh-huh. But uh, we kind of mentioned uh, Princess Mayapple is also one where she was being kidnapped. And nobody came to her rescue either, though, did they? Uh, she actually did get... They p- did come to her rescue. In the game, the very first stage is the only time where she does actually doesn't get the person rescuing her. Okay. Her minions still try to help her cop minions and her robot minions. but Yeah, but somehow not... she's in relations with a villain. Yeah, her best friend is Crow, who keeps on kidnapping her. <laughs> she actually has a personal suite in his airship. Her and Becky will occasionally schedule the kidnappings. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> So it's like a she daily worked routine. with the one guy, Doctor Cackle, to make Faraday. There you go. And okay. she's dating Malice, who is apparently the head of the <laughs> Villains Association, basically. Basically, so. and there's a storyline with the poker game with Malice and some of the villains that we won't get too much into, mm-hmm. so we leave some things for people to discover on their own. But that's where you get a lot more of a story with Malice in it. Yeah. But it, it's one of those where, like Logan said, it's when I was he was describing everything when I was thinking. It's like this is a daily routine there. They're scheduling stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, weekly, but yeah. Well, weekly, right. <laughs> so it's, like I said, it's a little bit of a uh, comedy aspect on that, parody aspect, yeah. uh, sarcastic tone. Uh, you know, the villains in the end of the comic books or the movies are usually defeated. Mm-hmm. Or in this one, the what are the supposed good guys are kind of working with the villains and they're yeah. putting up a false front almost to their people. Almost, yeah. Because I don't think the people of their kingdoms really realize what's happening behind the doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really fun. Yep. What and you found this how many years ago, Logan? About a year uh, ago, oh, two years ago, I think two years ago at least. And it was whenever Arcaduo was doing their playthrough. Because I think I saw it first before they finished. I'm not sure. Okay. And from there, he discovered more about everything yeah. that was involved. And then he found yeah. out there was an actual graphic novel with some. Got around to it. buying it just yep. last year. The graphic novel. Excuse me. Yeah. I thought that was a birthday present. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yes. I honestly remember it was part of a this and a number of cards, and some of that was the birthday present. I can't remember which bit. <laughs> yeah. But this is one that, yes, this is one that he was like, well, if you're looking for a present, this would be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like, okay, let's grab it then. So mm-hmm. it was not a surprise birthday present. He was here yeah. when I ordered it and everything. So And then I think, yeah, there were some cards tied in, and he paid the balance off mm-hmm. after I got to my limit. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. So the but this is one I of course enjoy the comic books and mm-hmm. manga and stuff. So it yeah. wasn't he didn't have to twist my arm too hard to pick this one up for him. Yeah, it's fun. And it's it's one of those where again Logan kind of mentions this: if you find something online and you enjoy it, support, support the it. creators. If the game had a physical thing like they were selling it on USB or disc, I'd probably buy it for twenty bucks okay. instead of the ten it's being sold at. <laughs> Right, they sell it for ten through yeah. the Steam. They uh, the website and is Steam's the... fine. It's just I really don't like for paying for something that I can't actually hold on to it. And I'm that's not sure why. that's kind of like how I am. I like to be able to hold something. I like mean, I do have music. Some I'll stuff. buy CDs. I've even bought CDs before, but if it's on just iTunes or MP3 or whatever, okay, now. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. Oh, I have this. You're not. A, it, I like to be able to hold it 
it in my hand and see the physical item. I think their soundtrack, they actually have a disc on it. I'm not sure, but uh, they do have yeah. it on the store. We'll kind of mention this here. If you, Their website for this is nefariouslair.com. Yeah. Nefarious.com is something completely different, and I have no clue. I just saw it when I was looking for this because <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. But they do have like, different things on there. Just to go through the list of things, they do have volume one of the Nefarious graphic novel as a hardback edition for $30. And the graphic novel, I think, was actually part of a Kickstarter, if I remember right. And then they also have some other things. They have the uh, Steam key for the Nefarious game, which is $10. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the paperback edition of the graphic novel for 20 mm-hmm. and like I said that's what we picked up they also have a game soundtrack for 10 not too bad I'm not I'm, sure how many songs are on there to be honest I'm guessing it's physical but I have no clue honestly uh, first soundtrack oh nope digital download nope it's a digital download so good thing we look but there are yeah. up to it says 25 tunes from the game on there so they're mm-hmm. not going to be necessarily songs they're going to be soundtracks but then the other thing that this might be something that Logan might want to look at possibly because we kind of are diving into yeah, this a little Bit. Bit of pins. Uh, they do have a couple of pins. Uh, yeah. One is Crow, and then there's two. One Coffee or Death Peck Becky pin, and this is his ass- Crow's assistant. And yeah. she, the one of them kind of has like a gold outline, and then the other one's more of a regular coloration of that pin. Yeah. And both of those were at twelve. They are currently down to ten, but yeah. you're I'm able to pick sure those up. I'm not sure if limited is about how many there are, or if that's about the same. Yeah, probably. I'm it's about the sale because I think the coffee or death has been there for at least since we got the and I have a feeling once they sell out, though, they'll probably sell out. They call one a gold pin metal and one a black metal on the actual link when you go into the Becky pin. So, but those are some things, other ways you can support them. Uh, they also, just to mention, they do have a Patreon account as well. You can go to patreon.com slash little J, or is that a big J? Uh, looks like, I think it's big. Looks like capital J Hano, which is his last name. So capital J, capital H, A-N-O. And those last three letters are lowercase. And you can see the Patreon page. $2 is the lowest tier, looks like. Uh, He does have other levels. So you can go to that page and see what levels he has. The reason we mention this is this is a web comic. Mm -hmm. However, on the website, they only have specific issues open. And then the other issues are locked. That's what we found out. You can get to those, yeah, either through being part of the Patreon or buying the physical copy. Which, mm-hmm. Right, and that's why Logan wanted to do the physical copy because it's kind of one of those deals in the digital age. If something disappears, are yeah. you going to be able to find it later on? Where with a physical mm-hmm. copy, you have it. So it's kind of cool. Yep. But this is one that, again... <laughs> It's it's got that overarching storyline of Crow, but to me the each issue kind of dealt with its own mm-hmm. individual story. So yeah. if you think of the shows that are on now on TV or something like that, like Doctor Who, he will have these episodes or two-parters. But mm-hmm. then from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, there's one thread that is being tied through mm-hmm. through all of it. And this one is the same way. So mm-hmm. we do have the the Qtopia, Qtopia, yeah. or whatever. Fox Gloves, the sentient of villainy. Right. We have the poker game. We have basically Crow being at a mm-hmm. bar one evening and going through that. We won't go much into that to be another area where Which one was, was that the family one that's the family one it kind of deals with the family and a brother his little brother yeah going in. so we won't talk too much about that because that what's some of the things that you enjoyed if you want to talk about some of those logos by all these 
Yes, we can. But what's some of the aspects that you enjoyed? At least partially the humor. I did like all the... Uh, I'm not sure how to... Uh, <laughs> what to say, what to say. Like the origin story on Crow and was definitely indeed surprised of his previous... You know, one. Okay. Yeah, Becky might indeed be the more villainous of the two. <laughs> Yeah, I think Becky's probably the more, if you get her worked up, she would be the one that's going to mess you up more than Crow will. Because <laughs> she's got a very violent streak in her. <laughs> where I think Crow has that violency, but it's kind of like a playful violence. Where Becky, when she gets pushed past the line, hers is literally violent. <laughs> yeah. Or can be. They had a bit of a Mario Kart episode. No, I forgot neat. about that one. That's true. Yep. So the one for the throne of Sukochi or the Ogre Kingdom. I forgot about that one, but yeah, that's one of the other issues. Uh-huh. So that one plays homage to, like Logan said, Mario Kart. So, yeah. so Josh is kind of taking bits yeah. and pieces that he's enjoyed and just kind of having fun with it, it sounds yep. like. The video game had all the bosses basically homages to other video games' bosses <laughs> like Sonic, Final Fantasy, okay. I think Mega Man was one, various huh. other things. Okay. Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr., okay. Yeah. And Mega Man, I can't remember who Mega Man is. I'm not sure if is. they actually... The villain in there. I think it's some type of professor, but I can't think of which. Dr. Wily? Is it a doctor? Okay. I think so. There's Dr. Light who created Mega Man, Dr. Wily who created all the... Well, who does it remind you of, the inspiration for that in the that game? One, I'm actually sure of that one, but I'm guessing it's like some of the fights. But I definitely saw the Eggman and the... Final Fantasy 1. There was also, I think... Eggman's from... Was that Sonic? Yeah. Okay. He actually had the ball and chain attached to the little (laughs) hovercraft that Eggman uses in... Okay. Actually, at least one of them. Okay. So there's homages, not necessarily a complete, this is who it is, because you can't really do that. Yeah. (laughs) He's watching himself. He's got basically a Power Rangers fight him at the (laughs) museum, with them being in the Megazord already and shooting Hmm. music notes at him. Okay. That's different. And again, we're talking about the video, the game here, folks, on Steam. I watched a Let's Play of it, so I'm only got that much. So if you're interested in what the game looks like, I guess you could go find some of the let's play like logan yeah. said and look at it first and then you can download the game and play for uh-huh. that ten dollar fee and it looks fun i would buy it for 20 if it had a physical medium <laughs> just I'm, yeah. we, we like sorry. our physical stuff by golly yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's all right i've i've have bought some stuff digitally and I'm currently reading a couple of books from one of our previous authors we've had on. So I did do that digitally because I couldn't keep Uh up with his pace on his paperbacks. And I think he did the transition to pure digital, I think, for his last couple. So so it's kind of one of those words like, oh, I see this world changing. Don't really want it to go that way. And we'll, we'll keep getting physical as long as we can, or at least I can. I'm hoping they transition physical to the USB thing. So they just sell things in usbs at least <laughs> true at least yeah they're getting some from, control yeah i can understand them getting away from discs but i hope they at least sell them on the little usb <laughs> sticks or something like that that would be fine by me but 
True, true, true. Understand. Anything else we want to bring out about this? I think we kind of touched most of it it without getting too far into it. I know Michelle, Mm -hmm. Michelle, for those of you that might not know, is my wife. She's kind of like, you're giving too much away. Stop. So we're trying to not give as much away now. So these reviews will be a little bit shorter than we normally get into, unless we're really just going full bore into a spoiler. Mm -hmm. And some of our movie reviews, since they're older movies, we do tend to do that. Yeah, and this is a few years old, but yeah, it's still Uh, neat and... This is one, if you're interested in it for libraries, the content in it, you know, we've been talking about it being violent, but it's more of a cartoony violence. And you can kind of know that, you know, we've been mentioning Dexter, the shows that are kind of in that vein, sarcastic, but do have some violence. It's kind of what it's like. Mm -hmm. There's no blood and guts per se. There's people kind of, you know, there's explosions and stuff like that, but I don't think you actually see any blood and guts. You don't, you know, there's nothing. I didn't even see any inappropriate language in there when I went through it. I don't think if so. If it no. was, it was very minor, uh, but I don't remember any, to be honest. Uh, but this is Yeah, the closest to Blood and Guts is Becky. Uh, she's stuff. doing it off screen, then she brings the axe back in, she's got blood on it. So I guess, yeah, yeah. there is that. So there is that. I forgot about that one. So that's uh-huh. where we said, she will get violent. <laughs> For libraries, I think if you want to pick this up, definitely you would want to go the the physical edition, of course. Yeah. Uh, depending on your budget will depend on what you would like to add. I mm-hmm. think even though it's done more, of, the artwork's more of a cartoony uh, animated style, it's still the themes are for, um, you know, a teen and up, I would say. Yeah. You know, 13 and up. Yeah, I think it's a PG-13 rating, so I would do that mm-hmm. and place it within your teen section. I think the themes and the humor would probably yeah, be lost on anybody younger that power rings and such (laughs) which reminds me they actually do have the sonic and tails parodies literally in here as dash and nails the bee and the rat (laughs) true i forgot about that you that was during the mario kart version or no it was during the Um, while becky was sorry recruiting the Dr. Cackle. Okay. I forgot about it until you mentioned the rings. getting fired and meeting <laughs> up with those two. Uh, oh, there they are in the background. Okay. I yeah. got you. So. Dash and Nails from Insectia. So it has fun with the genre. Uh-huh. So if you have people that are, you know, if you're trying to think of people and you buy it and want somebody to read it, probably get with your gamers and your comic book readers and push it and just kind of tell them, you know, this is more of a parody and it's a fun take. And mm-hmm. I think they would enjoy it as well. Yeah, it's fun. And the bad guys win for a change. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which bad guys win? Now that True. changes too, depending on the time. <laughs> True. And he has gone past six issues. Yeah. There are more There's on more on the website there's more free on the website and there's more patreon locked in the website yep. i was gonna say if we can go back maybe yeah some of these maybe issues not. are patreon locked on the website some aren't but there's also more issues that are and are not patreon locked on the website uh, just scroll down there's 10 issues from uh, after issue six just kind of look at here see we have like the first couple are open but then the next three are locked. Four through five are locked. Six is open. Seven is locked. Eight, Eight is open. open. And don't know where the heck nine is. It just says, looks like it's locked, I would assume. Plus ten is possibly there to unlock as well. But again, that's usually through the Patreon where you unlock yeah. those. So there are more issues out there. I can only assume that they would, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that they will collect the other issues once they get to 12. Yeah, And probably. do another kickstarter with uh mm-hmm. 
paperback edition. Yep. Hopefully they will. Yeah. Uh, this was a fun story. Mm-hmm. I like it. Anything else, Logan? I don't think so. Okay, we don't think well, so. I suppose I had mentioned the ships that they have. Okay, that real briefly. They actually do have like three main actual ships. The, they actually had a whole thing about it in the game where they had a Would You Date a v- Supervillain game show bit. Okay. Which were the Malice and Mayapple. Hmm. We know Becky Crow has Crow. one. Yeah, Becky and Crow. Becky and Crow. And the Malachite and... What was her name? Uh, I... We got Faraday, which is a like, nah, digital Faraday is the... Alpha? I'm talking about... No, that's his sister. I'm talking about the dwarf gal. Oh, I'm, I can't remember her they name. Don't actually, have to look it in there. Do, they don't actually... Is it during the council session? Council or? in the Mario Kart one. I don't know if there's any. She's also of... one of the main princesses from the I game. I can Yeah, Ariella. Okay. And she has a lot more A-based names right there. Like, her name is something like six or ten words long. And they're all <laughs> names starting with A. But she okay. goes by Ariella. Alrighty. So there's different ways that you can approach this property. You can do the gaming, you can do the soundtracks, you can do the The comic book, you have pins if you're a pin collector, all types of stuff you can have fun with. Yeah. Chronologically, the comic book comes after the game because... Faraday's not locked up in the lab. Yeah, <laughs> true. That is true. All right. I think we've pretty much done what we can of this one. I guess if you're ready to go, Logan. I think so. All right. We hope everybody out there has enjoyed listening to this. Definitely look up Nefarious, created yeah, by Josh fun. Heno. Like I said, they have the nefariouslair.com or nefariouslair.com. They also have the Patreon at patreon.com slash jheno that you can support them yeah, with. He's also got a YouTube channel, which he does. Oh, Yes. animatics and a few original songs like the ones we are doing for intro and outro yep the intro the bad guy's gonna win was one from his web uh, youtube channel and what yeah. we're going out on is good, good to be in bad which is featuring i think the first one was featuring crow this one features yeah. oh god just went blank. becky becky thank you logan mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun yeah, the first gonna... one was actually basically a trailer for this actual comic book <laughs> <laughs> But, all right, I think that's going to be it. We've been having fun. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. everybody out there has been having fun listening to us. See everyone on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. Well, it's tough to be a villain, tougher still to be minions, cronies, lackeys, imps. You're all thrown in jail when your bosses fail to those do-right, do-gooder, two-shoes wimps. By the time those wannabe villains have only been their enemies and got them caught, they just can't stop clamoring, can't stop yammering about their brilliant plot. Meanwhile, the hero's got a lockpick hidden in his pocket. He's out of there in four seconds flat. Our solution is simple. Arm the lock with explosives, and that is that. So I've come to you with a splendid, deplorable proposition. We're a registered, certified, officiated LLC, and our prices are low. Listen up, you need trouble, my fiends. Right here in Necker City. Trouble with a capital T, and that rhymes with C, and that stands for crow. We break the rules, we stack the deck, we leave the heroes with the check. So with me, a boot-trap don't wait till it's too late. You greatly will appreciate awfully, awfully good at being bad. Now these heroes are a tricky bunch. I say they're a tricky bunch. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. 
All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.